Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Useless Doctors Book Club. My name is Pooja. I'm Sarah. I'm Harshini. And we are the Useless Doctors. And this week, we are on episode eight, and we'll be discussing The Other Black Girl by Zakia Dalila Harris. So if it's your first time here, hi, welcome. Um, we'll be discussing our like non-spoilery thoughts um, in the first half of this podcast. So if you're interested in reading the book, you can listen to the first half. Uh, and then the second half of the podcast, we'll give a little bit of warning, and then we'll be delving into spoilers. Um, so yeah, let's get right to it because I have a lot of thoughts. So Harshini, um, please give us a brief non-spoilery summary of this book. Cool. So the other Black girl follows Nella, who is an assistant to an editor at Wagner Books, which is a publishing firm. And Nella is a Black woman, the only Black woman at Wagner, um, until Hazel enters the picture. And Nella is really excited because, yay, another Black colleague. She is excited to kind of share her experiences and become friends with this new assistant um, as Hazel is an assistant to another editor. And in the beginning, you see a lot of Nella kind of struggling in her workplace. Um, basically, there's some microaggressions that happen. She's trying to share her true opinions about um, kind of this particular character that an author she's working with um, wrote about. And this character has a lot of typically, you know, um, Black woman stereotypes written into this character. And Nella is struggling to kind of share her opinions on all of this and basically goes through some like struggles with that and problems with her boss, who is the editor. Um, and then one night when she's kind of working late, she receives this mysterious note that says, leave Wagner now. And it's like, dun, 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 who wrote the note? <laughs> um, where did this come from? And she is a little bit suspicious because this happens very close to when Hazel comes and joins. Um, so in the book, we kind of explore how Nella navigates figuring out who wrote this note, why they're telling her to leave. And yeah, we'll get into our reviews. So Sarah, what did you think about this book? So I would give this book, uh, honestly, I haven't really decided between three and 3.5. So I guess 2.5, uh, 2.25, no, 3.25. Oh my gosh, what am I saying? 3.25 is my rating. Um, I, I thought I had a really slow start. And uh, since I was, I don't know, I had a hard time getting into it because I was like, I just, when books have a slow start, I'm like, okay, let's get to the plot. As in the con, yeah, I don't know. It was, I couldn't get into it. And then I can't really say much about why I'm confused, but I'd say the whole ending of the book really, I like, I, I just legitimately don't understand what happened. <laughs> like, it's not like, 
I thought it was like super implausible or anything. I just literally didn't understand what happened. <laughs> so I don't know, maybe you guys can help me figure that part out of the book. But other than that, I really like the book. Um, I like the way it was written and I like that um, <laughs> it emphasized a lot how it was, how it is to work in a workplace that's predominantly white where you're the only black person working there. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was a solid book. I thought it was interesting. Again, I didn't understand the ending. So maybe you guys can help me with that. But Pooja, what did you think? So I love how you like talked about how you were so confused and all this stuff. And you were like, but I really like this book. <laughs> I was like okay okay other than that <laughs> it's like I like I like the banter between her and Michaela and I was like I don't know there's a lot of parts of the book I liked I just was like you know like where you're vibing and you don't know what's going on but you're vibing that was like me reading this book yeah no I get I get what you're saying like I thought it was like okay so like I, I kind of agree with you I would give this book around like a 3.75 so like around the same kind of rating um but yeah but like I I I don't know like it is um this is this was I, I agree with you Sarah like I thought this was like too slow of a burn <laughs> like I like slow burn thrillers but I never felt like this got to be very thrillerish ever so I think that's kind of like one of my expectations of like going into the thriller thinking it would be kind of like scary or like there would be like suspense at some point. I never really felt very like I didn't really think it was very suspenseful. Um, but yeah, it, it took too long. Like the first half of this book, I was just like, I don't understand what's going on. Like this is I mean, like I understand like this is like a thing, but I don't know where this is going to. Like I couldn't I wasn't really clear about that. Um, I also was super confused by the ending. I was also super confused by like the point, like the thing that ended up, it like built towards this thing and this thing happened. But I was like, I don't get why. Like, I don't understand what the point is. So I think maybe in our discussion, we can clarify some of that because I think conceptually, a lot of it was quite interesting to me especially like whatever the buildup was to words, like that was quite interesting, but I still felt like the ending was just like, that's it, that's all you're gonna give me. You're not gonna give me anything else. Like you're not gonna like really, you know, clarify things for me. I just, I feel like I need more clarification. I need like another, I need like an author's note at the end to like tell me what happened properly <laughs> or something like that. Cause I was just like, I don't, yeah. Um, my other thought was that there are a lot of perspectives in this book and I felt like because of that very similar to last week certain dark things we don't really get to see much of anyone per se like we are following Nella but then there are also like seven other perspectives of people and I just felt like those characters were also very interesting but I wanted to hear more from them instead I didn't necessarily hear a lot um but I feel like a lot of my things are getting at like walking the fine line of being spoilery slash non-spoilery. So before I get into any spoilers, Harshini, what were your thoughts? Yeah, I largely agreed with everything you all said. I was also very confused pretty much throughout the book and trying to figure out like 
what was going on. It was that same feeling of, you know, I want to be able to figure this out, but I don't think I can because there's just too many things happening that don't make sense to me. Um, And I also agree with the too many perspectives thing. There were basically like the majority of the book is told from Nella's like it's third party or third person but (laughs) I'm just speaking in office talk clearly um but yeah it is third person but you see it from like Nella's perspective basically um but then there's a few chapters where it's like some different people and I just was like who are these people like I their names sounded familiar but I, I, it took me so long to like figure out. And then at the end, I kind of was like, oh, okay, these are the people, but I had to like go back and read and try to figure things out. But honestly, still not sure. Um, and I also agree with what Pooja said about there was not that feeling of suspense. Like, I think I'm also cool with a slow burn thriller, but like I needed a little bit of suspense and I, I really wanted to feel like like I feel like a lot of suspense is built up from you know feeling a sense of um, like imminent danger or something which even though the note was very imminent it or like you know creepy I feel like there was just no sense of like oh my god Nella's like needs to figure this out before like someone does something really terrible to her or something so yeah I felt like I would be more in the like 2.5 to 3 range I decided like three is a good middle of the road like it's actually you know you would never rate a book less than one stars I don't think so it's really the, the median here um so I would say three stars but my perspective and like rating is definitely subject to change if we figure some stuff out um the last thing I will say is like I feel like I understood a little bit of the ending like I definitely in the epilogue I was like oh wow like whoa I see kind of what she did there but at the same time I feel like the ending was just not satisfying it didn't have a very good message from like the reviews I read from other people I feel like it's it I kind of got like the that message but it didn't feel like a good message that I was like cool I'm glad this book talks about this even though it's a general topic area um, and problem it was looking at was very interesting but yeah yeah I, w- I would also know like I also was very confused with the random like I, I don't chapters of other people's perspective because there weren't a lot of them. And then I was like, oh, wait a second. This is not Nella. Even though it said their name at the beginning of the chapter, I was still like, uh, okay, this is not Nella. And then who is like Diana or someone who I was talking about? I don't know. It was really confusing to me. So um, would you guys recommend someone read this book? I mean, I would say yes because I do think like I don't know I think I think like the thing I keep hinting at this like one concept that's in the book but like this if I tell you it's a spoiler but like this concept was quite interesting 
like I do okay like I also recommended this book for everyone to read so I guess everyone this is this is my doing I'll take full responsibility but <laughs> I do think this is like somewhat similar to gold diggers which is another book I recommended <laughs> I think I have a theme here um but yeah but like there's like this like large concept that like you will either be on board with or and like find clever or you'll just think it's like so weird or it's like so problematic or whatever so I do think like I thought this book was quite similar to that one um and yeah although like I gave that five stars I didn't really give this five stars but I think we'll discuss more about that later but like I think I would recommend it because I think it is even if you don't necessarily like the concept I do think it's interesting to read about at least and I but I would say that like don't anticipate a full-on thriller like re if you were to read this just as fiction I think you would think about it differently like you would go into it with different expectations because I went into it thinking it would be like a suspense like it would be like you know some sort of like thriller movie type of feeling or something I think that's partially is gonna like lead to me detracting a little bit from it because it just wasn't what I went in thinking about it but like if you go into it thinking it's like a fiction fiction novel um you might like it a little bit more there's there's a different expectation yeah originally I was gonna just say I don't know I I feel like my general take is I wouldn't recommend this book because I I mean it's the same kind of thing with like other books that we've read where it's like I liked the concept I think other people would find the concept interesting as well but I don't know if it was executed well enough for me to like recommend it to someone even though I might want to hear their take on it maybe if they understood it better um but I would also say that this is definitely the type of book if you are looking for something that's like a little bit creepy vibes but not an actual like when I say thriller to my friends they're just like I can't handle scary things and I'm like no no it won't be scary like trust me this book like actually won't be scary like I think Pooja and Sarah can vouch for that so I feel like if you're looking for that kind of book where it's like you want to like kind of step your toes into thriller but you don't want to actually like read anything that will like keep you up at night for some reason <laughs> like this this book will not do that at all so in that way I think that's um one reason and, and like again the concept is interesting and I think it it can be worth reading if you want to like like Pooja said delve into that concept but yeah again we'll get more into it in the spoilers section but what about you Sarah yeah you know, when I started reading this, I thought it was because I remember you saying it was a thriller and I was like halfway through. I was like, I'm so confused because I thought for October we were doing like spooky thriller books. And I was like, this is nowhere near a thriller. I was like, what is going on? Like, I'm like, I'm OK with it. But like at the same time, if I, I prepared myself for a thriller and I, I didn't get one. <laughs> I would, I would recommend it with the person knowing two things. First, whether they're okay with a really slow starting book. And second, that this is not a thriller. 
that it it might have a tinge of creepiness to it but like like I don't really like thriller stuff like I guess I haven't read too many thriller books but I know for a fact I hate thriller movies and I was like this is not this is not a thriller <laughs> like it's kind of creepy but it's not like oh my god I'm scared like someone's gonna leave a note on my desk telling me to leave or you know whatever <laughs> so yeah I would recommend it as long as those pe if people know that it's super slow burning and it's not at all a thriller like I was told <laughs> So do you guys have anything? Oh, I guess we can jump into the spoiler section since you guys have so many things you want to talk about. Does anyone want to go first? Something they really got to get? Which looks like she's waiting to say something. Listen, I had I had my mouse over over the whole thing. <laughs> I know. I was like, which is definitely she's waiting until I shut up. Shut the fuck up so she can like say what she wants to say. Okay. All right. So now we're like completely in the spoiler section. Um, I want to talk about really two things, right? First thing I want to talk about is this concept that I've alluded to at least three times already, right? This concept, so like for a little bit of context, right? Um, this uh, Nella, like, so Nella gets this note, you know, like there's this other woman, Hazel, who starts working at her office, yada, 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 whatever. So like Nella starts feeling like threatened by Hazel, but like in a sense, like she feels like competitively threatened. Like she's like, oh, you know, Hazel's gonna like outdo me at work like she's like already getting on the good side of my um my boss Vera and everything and so she like you know like kind of is like a little bit hesitant around her and that sort of thing or like doesn't want to share too much or like I don't know it's like this whole like competitiveness thing um but then like they basically what ends up happening is that it turns out like Hazel is part of this like secret group of people called OBGs, which are other black girls. Like it's like this OBG group. And they have this like hair serum of sorts. And this hair serum, they like apply it to their hair and it's supposed to like psychologically help them in a way that like makes them, I don't know what the word is. Like, I want to say like, it should, they, the way that they describe it is like, it makes it e like, it makes life easier for them because it like makes them more like conform to like the standard of an office or something, or like the standard of like wherever they're working or that sort of thing. Like it like makes them kind of like blend in better. And I thought that was like such a weird concept. It's like, as Harshini, you mentioned this, right? You were just like, I don't know if this concept is good, but like, it's like such a weird concept, especially with like this whole discussion of hair, right? Like, especially for a black woman, like hair is like a like very like subject that is discussed a lot, right? Like the significance of hair, like the significance of hairstyles, right? Like certain hairstyles are like considered unprofessional in a workplace or something, whereas like other con like you know, other hairstyles are considered like the standard or like what you're supposed, what is like considered like a good thing and that sort of thing. This entire discussion is like, or this entire like discussion of hair in this book is very prominent. I thought this idea that like the way you get women to like conform to a workplace is to 
is through their hair, which is like, but in real life, like hair is that thing that it actually like is what like people discuss as like being professional or unprofessional, like certain hairstyles are professional versus unprofessional. But like in this book, like those hairstyles were the things that actually helped them conform, like this, like using this hair serum and everything. So I just thought it was like quite a interesting concept. Um, but yeah, but I'm curious as to like, if you guys interpreted it similarly, if you guys interpreted it differently, like what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah, I feel like I, I, cause I read this book like a few days ago at this point, I like didn't remember the, how the whole, like who was in charge of the hair serum stuff and like who was leading the thing. And that is something I'm still like, I, I'm, I get it. And like, you know, you said it's like this organization or like this group of women, um, black women who are the other black girls, but I'm like, why? Like, I don't know. I, I think it makes sense in terms of they're, they're basically creating this product that I think, I don't know how explicitly this was said in the book, but like, I think it's kind of, you know, it'll make our lives easier. You know, it's very stressful and like mentally exhausting to go into the workplace and deal with microaggressions all the time and like have to like shut your mouth when there's something that's like really not okay like what I was kind of describing in the summary of like there's this white male author who's writing this like black woman character and Nella is like this is not a good representation like just because you included a black woman in this book doesn't make it like you could just write whatever like you actually should make her a full character blah 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 it's like this this serum is supposed to help women like get through that and I guess right also rise up in the company because you know in Nella's case she like was kind of going through all this stuff she decided to speak out and talk to the author about that character but like it backfired on her basically and like her like the author the president or like chief editor whatever guy of the company Wagner he was mad at her the author and the um her boss was mad at her and it's like, yes, I get that. It's like, it's hard to deal with that kind of like institutional, like, you know, inherent kind of racism, but, um, or like, inaccept- un- uh, I don't know, what is the word? Unacceptance? Yeah, unacceptance of like, you know, different perspectives, even if you, what? Is it inacceptance? No, I thought that that sounded okay. wrong but whatever not accepting of diverse perspectives even if it's like you okay yeah you're like hiring more people but you actually have to listen to them but anyway yeah I just thought the the it was kind of like the gold diggers thing where I was like the reason that they're using it like the method of like them being more submissive with this product rather than you know if if that can make them be like I well I don't know maybe it's more of a stretch for the serum they put in their hair to affect other people but like I was like couldn't there be some way that like they could go about this in a way that empowers the women rather than like being like oh we're just going to conform to whatever the you know standards are so that's that's basically the part that I was referring to that I didn't like. Um, but again, like I'm just confused because I think Wagner was supposedly funding this, but I was just like, I don't know. 
it just didn't really make sense to me that like, maybe, why <laughs> maybe that's the that's the horror part <laughs> like, well, like yeah, okay. that's the scary part <laughs> the way I understood it was that he or Diane had a cousin or whoever I don't remember her friend it was her friend friend who made the serum and since he was like in love with Diane he like helped her get it big but like I don't like what like why why is he so invested in it that he has so many notes on like people like Nella like it doesn't make sense to me yeah, like I I want that's like the thing that I want clarification about like I'm just like I don't understand like they it's like literally the book ended and like you get no explanation of like this larger thing that is like at play like you have you have like I have we didn't even really understand like how Hazel is even involved in this like we know like she's clearly the person who is like been sent by like someone I assume maybe Diana maybe Richard I don't know but like sent by someone to like convert Nella into this like what is essentially a cult of scent like it's like the cult of something right and like we never get an explanation of like how she got here we never get an explanation for like how this is actually run like we just get glimpses of like what Nella sees but then I'm like but we had so many different perspectives it wasn't like it was only told from Nella's perspective that we can only get Nella's perspective on this like if we got so many other perspectives we could have gotten the whole truth right we could have gotten like all the clarification all the explanation of all of that and like okay here is my other point that I like like I really would like to get into so they ruin Nella's life, then give her this hair thing, right? Like Hazel kind of like comes in, not ruin per se, but like, you know, like, like messes with Nella and then they give her this hair thing and then they want her to quit her job after they give her this hair thing to like make her life easier per se. And then they want her to quit her job. And I'm just like, I don't, like what? (laughs) I don't get it. I thought they wanted her to quit her job so she would go somewhere else and essentially do what Hazel did to someone else. But also, I don't know if I totally made that up to rationalize why they were trying to get her to quit. Yeah, I was like, I was just processing because I thought you meant like before she converted, but basically like Nella converts at the end and then she like, leaves the company and I was rereading this today I was like okay so she comes back and I think she's an editor at this other company which is why I was kind of like okay like she's in some ways like it's like leaving your job to like get a better job in another place and again that's why I was kind of like okay I guess this like she was clearly not really making strides towards or, well, I don't know, this entire thing is clouded by this whole operation, but it seems like she was working at her company for two, two-ish years or something like that, not really working, getting close to becoming an editor. So like this, because of this whole OBG's thing, 
um, she was finally able to get this editor position at another company. And like, that's like kind of the epilogue surprise where I was like, ooh, this like, cause this woman comes in and like, you're like trying to figure out what's going on, but it's actually Nella. Like you find out in the like last couple lines. And I thought, oh, that's really cool. That's a very like Jordan Peele type ending. But I don't know, <laughs> I was kind of confused because I, I was thinking, okay, this epilogue was told from the, like told about Shawnee, who's one of the characters with other perspectives. And it sounded like she knew about everything, but she was trying to like actually stop it. I was just so confused about who she was. I was like, who, what, how, how is all of this? I, yeah, totally did not understand the entire epilogue. I cannot tell you what happened in that epilogue at all. Yeah, I, I was just so like, yeah, I was just so confused. Oh, I, I just was like kind of getting at that earlier point that you made, Harshi. It was like, what is the message like that is being told? I'm like, so Nella, who is like really trying hard and like doing her best work at this place as an assistant editor for two years, wasn't able to make strides being her unapologetic self, but then she needed to like take this new hair serum and like apply it to herself or something and then like convert and then quit her job and like be like a, I don't know, not as unapologetic version of herself to actually achieve success. Like basically you're telling me that you can't, you can't achieve success being yourself. That's the message of this, like, <laughs> but then I was also like, I guess it's the horror part of it. It's like, oh shit, like I can't be myself to get a job or like I can't be myself to like, grow in a workplace like that's like the real horror here but then going off of that there was this whole part at the end right where like hazel so like nala doesn't actually use the hair serum that hazel gives her but like at the end hazel's just like oh so this all happened to you you didn't even use the hair serum like you already gave up or something or like you already like converted already by like apologizing to that writer guy who was like mean to her and like you know doing all this extra shit and she was like oh you already like you were already on your way without me giving you the hair serum and I was like damn that was that was rough <laughs> like I was like oh shit I thought I literally wrote I said oh wait this ending damn that's what I wrote in my notes <laughs> so I was like what that's crazy yeah I did similar I was like dang that ending was just whoa that was my <laughs> note but yeah I I I don't know I feel like we also we also found out that because um basically in the epilogue you know there's this character that's introduced as actually Nella but she has a different name in the story and you find out it's Nella at the very end but I think the same thing happened where Hazel, her name is actually Ava, I think. And yeah, so that's like what, um, so these notes, I don't think we talked about this part yet. These notes are from, where are they from? There's the resistance. The resistance? Is it yeah. Shani? 
Shani is in the resistance. I think Shani is in the resistance. I thought it gave it to Dom or someone to give to put on her desk. She gave it to the cleaning person. Oh, you're so right. They said a name. I was like, am I supposed to know who this is? Yeah, I remember because like there is like a cleaning person and then Shani like made friends with this cleaning person to give her this note. But then the other people in the resistance are like Lynn and then like Kendra, which is that other kind of like dual story plot line that's ha that happened like years ago. Yeah, Kendra, I I was thinking Kendra sent the letter because Kendra was the one or the note. Oh, but I guess Kendra was not in on it because Kendra was the one who whose number <laughs> was on the thing on the on one of the notes. Yeah. Basically, oh my god, so many characters. But yeah, it was really confusing because I understood at one point at the very beginning when there was one of these chapters I was like I don't know who like Diana is or whoever it was at first but then I remembered that Diana and Kendra Ray I think those are like the two people that um Nella references in the beginning as like they worked at Wagner they were this author editor duo they were both black women how cool and everything so it's like okay you know who they are but then yeah I feel like the problem was it was it there was like some mystery elements as to who these characters were or maybe it was just me not really paying attention to the middle chapters where there were other characters perspectives but I was just like it was just not clear enough for me to follow <laughs> that many other people like Diana and Kendra Ray I was like oh cool they're part of this story too but then there was Shawnee there was Lynn I was like I don't know who these people are yeah and I also like I actually had this other note where I thought like I actually like Diana and Kendra's chapters more if the entire book was Diana and Kendra and like just that entire thing that was like in the 1980s like they were really good friends and then like they worked together at like Wagner or whatever and then um like Diana betrays Kendra or like Kendra makes this like comment or something that this gets that gets taken out of context and then like Diana just like ditches her and like tries to convince Kendra using this hair serum like if that was the entire book I think I would have liked it even more like I, I would have enjoyed it more because I was like this like this plot line makes sense like I can see how that is a thriller but then like this whole like resistance shit with like the other black girl organization and like there's like this conversion thing and like I genuinely thought the scariest part of this book was Nella finding other people like it, finding a whole like thing of like uh like set of files or something about her or something I was like that is the creepiest part of this book like that someone else has this much information on you I was like okay that's creepy but like other than that I was like this is okay it's fine yeah I like Diana and Kendra better they were it was interesting I feel like yeah the whole thing would have made a lot more sense if it was a I get that the author was trying to make it more creative by kind of inserting 
not even the past like the past was referenced but like a lot of these chapters were were them in the present like the resistance in the present blah 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 trying to figure this out but yeah I, we really needed like a like clear explanation of the background and even if it was told like the the I have feel like I've referenced this style of writing as like I don't entirely love it but I also think it can help to do this to like have like one set of chapters that's like Nella's story and the other set of chapters is like Diana and Tender Ray in the past and then in the like end of the book you find out the whole like stuff that's going on and like you can tie it together because like you are aware of the background from the Diana and Kendra story and like how the OBG organization or whatever cults formed at the same time that you're figuring out like what is actually happening to Nella I think that can like give that background but if the author doesn't do that and the author doesn't explicitly tell us like the background I feel like it's very hard for the reader to piece together in this situation like it's like we kind of have some answers but I don't know maybe there I I doubt it but I feel like maybe there are some people who are like oh this is very clever and they actually understood everything yeah okay I'm I'm still lost on the whole part like okay I know it was like Kendra said something and then the whole public like went after her but like they were like keeping tabs on Kendra because they were like oh like she could wreck us but does that mean like Kendra was in the OBGs and then left or like like what information like I'm assuming she knows like Kendra knows that they're OBGs because she's trying to take him down and trying to warn Nella but like I don't know. I feel like maybe I skimmed that when that was explained, but I'm confused on like the whole dynamic between Kendra and Diane and then the OBGs and the resistance. Like when, like if the only thing that happened between them was that the public got mad at Kendra for what she said, and then Diana not helping her, then how does that link to the OBGs? I mean, I guess, I guess the fact that Diana didn't help her makes her kind of an OBG, but like, it's still like, I don't know. I feel like that's like things that like should have been talked about, but the author was like, oh, it's enough to know that these people have a problem and that they're on opposite sides and that's it. Yeah, there's a lot of like unspoken stuff, right? Like it's like every, like there are a lot of like implied things. So we never see like Diana and Kendra fall out, right? But like the very beginning of the book takes place in 1983, which is like your hint that this is not Nella or Hazel or anyone this is like someone from 1983 and it's about this woman who's like on the like train she's going somewhere she doesn't know where and she's like scratching her head um because like she like something is like wrong with her hair or stuff that's Kendra so what ended up happening it's like this is like all implied but like basically Kendra said something Diana didn't have her back 
like Diana was like, no, no, no. And then she was like having an affair with Richard Wagner, right? And so like her actual partner was like some other dude. Um, but then basically what is happening is that like, like she, because she's like with Wagner and like Wagner sees that Kendra did this thing, he like immediately wants to like get rid of her and fire her. But like Diana's like, oh, she's my childhood friend. But then she's just like, oh, but like, I don't, you know, like, sorry, I can't help her anymore. Like um, she doesn't defend her. She doesn't say anything. So then like, but then she like gives Kendra this like serum shit to like, you know, like make her better and that sort of thing. And she has a friend named, I think her name is Iman or like, something with an I, I, I think it was Iman or Imani, yeah. Imani. Imani, okay, yeah. So Imani like made the serum that was like super itchy in the first, like the first batch or whatever. So like Diana takes Imani serum, gives it to Kendra and is like, hey, like, can you do this? I guess. And Kendra, I guess, realizes that like her, first of all, she realizes like her friend is like being an ass but then she like is like oh this is so bad so then she decides to like run away and just like ditch everything and just be like I will never apologize because Richard is like either you apologize and come back or you just like get fired or whatever so she's like I'm not gonna apologize I'm just gonna run away and like lie low and like give up everything so in the beginning like the very first chapter you see a woman sitting on a train not knowing where she's going scratching her head being like itchy but like people recognize her because she's like famous enough but like she's hoping that no one actually recognizes it because she feels like kind of you know like she feels like she's in a dangerous position and that sort of thing that's Kendra so yeah so like Diana basically was like you know like she like double crossed Kendra gave her this serum thing Kendra knew like no this is not good for me like this is bad um but yeah she lies low until she realizes later on that like the serum was the problem and like that's the that's the that's the strength of the OBGs I guess yeah I totally forgot about that first scene that makes more sense I know. yeah <laughs> I it only like un, until like, I was still confused the entire time who is that in the first scene until like I find out that Diana is like the person behind this and like Diana and Kendra had a big falling out then I'm like oh now that makes sense who that would be but yeah yeah, that makes a lot. When you said that, it was like, it was like a memory. I was like, oh my God, that like feels like a different book I read because I feel like I read the majority of this book, like sitting in the car, but like that, those first few chapters I just read at some random point last week. But yeah, that, that definitely makes sense in terms of the, the background. I still don't, this is what I completely didn't understand with like why black women would be behind this like I was like if this is Richard Wagner's way of controlling women because the way that I saw the serum working with like I I guess the fact that Amani gave it to um Kendra and like I I don't know if that was just like their their initial idea I guess to like make it easier on women to be in publishing but I'm just like I don't understand why you would want to like use that because I feel 
like it's more of a tool that's used to silence black women's like real opinions and I can see how it's almost like them planting more black women getting more black women in the publishing industry and maybe like but still I, I just don't get like Diana's like motive in this whole situation and like why this became such a big thing I don't know that's that's like definitely the thing where I and I feel like other I don't know I don't think other I was like really trying to look for other people's perspectives on this book because I was like I don't know maybe I'm just like not understanding the situation here but I just feel like it's not a very even I can understand how it can be like creepy in that sense but I still don't like I, I still need a reason for it to like make sense in the book yeah I think they said something just about it like being easier and then people can climb like be promoted and like have higher level jobs and stuff but it's yeah I guess that yeah I, I still don't I, I yeah I don't get the purpose of it or like and I, I feel like Nella like could have climbed like I feel like the problem was the company she was in but if she would have just switched jobs to a different company she could have been in the same position regardless whether she had the serum or not. Like she, she could have been an editor in a different country or company regardless if she had the serum. So like I like I don't think the serum made her an editor at a different company. So I don't understand like wh- why, what the purpose of the serum. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like it's, it's because there's already people behind the scenes and and maybe I was like okay maybe this is Diana's way of convincing Wagner to like get like more power because he has more power in this industry but this is all within the publishing sphere which is dominated by like white males so they were like yeah we you know are trying to I guess diversify but at the same time it's like they placed her and then they had like another black woman join. And I, I feel like, yeah, it wasn't the serum. I can see in some ways how it's like you convince the other people already in the company that you deserve to be promoted. But yeah, like that, that didn't happen in the situation, like Sarah said. So I feel like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> that's all that's all I have to say I was just so like I, I was like reading some reviews of like other people were saying you know like in terms of like the actual message of the book like what is it like what is it trying to explain and it there was this one comment that I saw something about like this um woman had written like it looks like you're just like pitting women against each other um like that's kind of like what the book like the book is kind of like giving off this vibe that like women um are always like competing against each other for like positions and stuff rather than like trying to work together but like you I guess you could argue that all the OBGs are trying to work together to get other OBGs I guess and then like all the women in the resistance are working together to resist the OBGs and but in the end the resistance and the OBGs are all made up of women who are again pitted against each other so 
I guess like even in broader, it's still kind of like, I don't know, it just kind of like gives off this thought that like women are always competing for everything, which I guess you can argue is like a horror thing. Like that's the real horror of the world <laughs> that women are always fighting against each other for like things or like people are trying to pit women against each other for like positions or like general things. But yeah. I don't know, maybe after this conversation, I have to like lower my rating down from a 3.75 <laughs> to like a three. You know, I was thinking to like the more and more <laughs> I had like um, someone asked me this question of like, oh, like, yeah, what, what book would you recommend? Like after I said, yeah, I do this podcast. And I was like, I feel like I have to go back to dilate for aunties. Like 3.75 when I rated it down low, <laughs> like it deserved better <laughs> because after it deserves the five. Books, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. No, you guys are so... like it's the best book in existence. Okay, listen, no, no, F- that book entertained me. It deserves a five for being entertaining. You can't give a no, low score. No, okay, to a I can be entertained. I can be entertained by any. I was entertained by the book we just read, but that doesn't mean I'm like <laughs> I'm different levels of entertained okay and yeah, for no. dial a for for aunties I was like an average level of entertained see I was I read that book so fast because I was just so involved it was so funny it was just so cute I was like this is a, it's not like this was like the greatest work in literature all right like I'm not saying it like changed my life or something <laughs> But it was so, just so like, ooh, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> right, maybe, right. maybe just feel warm inside, you know what I'm saying? It was very wholesome, yeah. yeah. I was, I was trying to explain. This is like my interviewer. I was like trying to explain the plot, and I was like, it was so funny. This, this woman accidentally murdered <laughs> blind date, and then I was like, and she said, oh yeah, that sounds really funny, but then. I was like, oh yeah, like she worked with her aunts to try to like get rid of the body and stuff. But the way I described it, I was like, that doesn't actually sound that. <laughs> interviewer is like, oh, this woman's like psychotic. What does she think uh, is funny? I love how I just described it as if it was like a cute romance. And then you're like, no, what actually happened was that she murdered her blind date and the entire Listen, book is about that her. Was, I feel like that was the the like big, big description I would give like yes there was a romance involved yes that was definitely a big chunk of the book but anyway sorry we are like back in episode one (laughs) back to episode eight um yeah how did you feel about the other characters we had Malaika we had Owen the boyfriend I, I don't think that they like I personally like I, I feel like this is always like, you know, a fun friend. I feel like Malaika was <laughs> the best character. She was actually like, now these people are crazy. Like, get out of here. Um, yeah, I liked her as a character, but uh, Owen was just kind of there, to be honest. I agree. I, I think the relationship with Malaika was like, I don't know. I always enjoy those relationships in book because it's like, it's like you know it's like one of those friendships where you give each other shit and it's like a good friendship and you know that the other person has your back and and yeah I agree with Owen I mean some some of 
the moments were like a like <laughs> you guys are funny but most of the time it was like he's there and it there's not a huge point to him other than just like her white boyfriend <laughs> yeah I agree I I didn't mind Owen it's not like I liked him but it's not like I hated him either like he was just I was indifferent. I was like, oh, okay. He could have not been in the book and I probably wouldn't have cared. Like, yeah, sure. but Malika, I definitely thought she was the best character. Like I, I, I enjoyed that. like her and Nella's like relationship. I feel like based on every time we do a podcast, I like get a sense of like another, like I get like a, like a, a feeling of like I kind of know things to look out for in other books for future podcasts because I'm like okay so clearly we all like friendship books <laughs> books where there's two good friends or something like that so I'm like all right so mental note next time look for a book about friends um but yeah but I think I think I really enjoyed their what like I you know what I really wanted like alternate ending all right listen to my idea Malaika Nella, right? Take on the OBGs. Like they <laughs> they overthrow <laughs> the OBGs, you know? They like get because I really feel like Malaika deserved more screen time. I, I felt like what? A hundred percent. Exactly, right? Like she like totally had Nella's back when she was like pretending at that party, the hair party, like, and like where Nella was like trying to do her secret investigation, trying to find all this information on Hazel. And she was like, she totally, she was great. I was like, why can't we get like Nella and Malaika, you know, taking over the entire the entire OBGs like they like expose everyone you know like why why didn't that happen I wanted that ending so yeah yeah I was kind of sad that they didn't do anything to overthrow the OBGs yeah I was like what I want I want to see them I want to see them like take this is I feel like I had the same reaction to in certain dark things right where I was like why didn't like oh my god I totally forgot his name burn up Bernardino. Bernardino. No, not Bernardino. Domingo. Domingo. <laughs> Bernardino's the old vampire, but him too. Bernardino, Domingo, and Atal. Why couldn't they just take over and like, you know, like do a coup d'etat and get rid of all the bad vampires? Like in this case, like why couldn't Malaika Nella like join together and like expose them? I feel like I've I've found what you want to see in a fuck food You really want someone like the good guys to win out over. I want yes, I want resolution. If I'm going to read a suspense novel or really any novel, like I don't like being like in some cases I understand that being left hanging is like done on purpose, right? It's like purposeful to the story. Like they're supposed to be kind of like this cliffhanger ending or something. However. And this was not one of those cases. This case, I just want, I want like a better resolution. I don't want things to just like end right there. Like I want, you know, like I, yeah, I don't know. I was, I, I was so surprised that like by like 75% of the book, we're still like, Nella's like just figuring out something. And I'm just like, girl, what? <laughs> like you should have figured this out at 50% mark. And the remainder of the 50% would be you taking on this establishment. <laughs> 
and like this. Oh, that's book two. No, dude, you know, okay. Another alternative idea. Another alternative idea is Nella like getting into the OBGs and destroying them from the inside. Oh, Nella. Yes. They they infiltrate the OBGs and then get rid of the entire like they like take down Diana and Imani and whatever and they like get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's actually what I was thinking. I was like, Pooja, that's why I was laughing at first. I was like, I feel like you have all these grand ideas, <laughs> like people, like the little people winning out over the like big like armies of people. I feel like in this case it's not like there was already a resistance and everything. But yeah, I definitely think that doing it from the inside which is I think is not necessarily what Shawnee was trying to do but she was definitely trying to like bring it up and like expose everything by the end but yeah it's uh I feel like the author really wanted us to have that like surprise ending of like oh yeah it's Nella she is the new Hazel um but yeah I don't know I feel like you know a lot of like I think Pujo, even when you recommended this book, you're like, oh yeah, it's like Get Out. And there were like a lot of comparisons to that and like the description. And I can see that, but I also was like, the good guys won and Get Out. <laughs> also, it was just like one family, which is a lot easier to take down. But I feel like that because it was kind of in this negative connotation, it wasn't even like a good message. It was like, you know, there were obviously... A, people resisting for a reason so it's more satisfying ending would have been to take them down but guess not you can't always have a happy ending it has to be a little realistic <laughs> you went from smiling to frowning so fast when I said that apparently that is not the case in Pooja's books okay listen I read a little life, all right? I know what sad endings are for. Apparently, I swear to God, if you bring up a little life one more time. I'll bring it up at least once a podcast now. <laughs> Just somehow wow. sneak it in. Somewhere. Sarah, you can edit it out. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> okay. All right, listen, I'm not saying that I'm averse to like unhappy endings. Like I can deal with unhappy endings. However, there is a difference between an unhappy ending and closure or like resolution. Like there was none. Yeah, yeah, okay. That is true. There was absolutely nothing. Yes. <laughs> that satisfied me in the ending. <laughs> At the end. So I, I, this is just like a style thing. At the end, there's this like, like super long monologue between Hazel and Nella, where like Hazel's trying to like explain to Nella, like, you know, all this like random, she's trying to give some sense of clarification, but it's barely a clarification, honestly. But like, I am not a big fan of like a long monologue where like somewhat like the evil guys trying to like explain to the other guy something before you know like in movies where like the bad guys trying to explain to the like good guy like blah 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 and like really it's just buying time for the good guy to like try to find some place yeah. to escape or like something like that I actually like don't don't like that like I I genuinely find it 
I just think it's like kind of cliche and it's like a little bit annoying. Like, dude, just like get on with it. Like he's right there, just kill him. Like, why are you dragging out this entire monologue? But I felt like a little bit like that here. Whereas like the whole like, you know, Hazel, AKA the bad person is giving like Nella this whole monologue, AKA the good person. And I was like, that's so strange to me. But like, do you guys like monologues or is that like? Okay, I will say in this book, it was stressing me out because these people were li literally in a meeting and they just left the meeting <laughs> to have this discussion. I was like, bro, there's this important person that you guys are supposed to be like, in a meeting with and you guys are chatting about you're such a nerd <laughs> <laughs> it stressed me out so much i was like you guys could talk about this after the meeting how can you guys just get out of a meeting and then go to the bathroom and shower? You know, i was wondering i was like don't those people know that these people have been like in the bathroom for this long like aren't they gonna think something's weird but yeah, like, I know. I had the same thought as you, Sarah. <laughs> Not just you. I, I, as for the monologue part, I think, I, yes, it is cliche, and it's like if the author could do it in a better way, that would, you know, be more desirable. But it is nice, in part, because you can understand more of like the reasoning about behind why things happened. And I mean, like, understand it a little bit more versus no monologue, but like, yeah, I'd say ideally, I would love it if an author just told you everything, but not in a monologue. They show, show you, don't they tell. tell you. Yes. Oh my God, Harshadi, Jinx, or whatever <laughs> people say. <laughs> yeah, I. I, yeah, I can see that. I wasn't super bothered by it, to be honest, but, um, like, I can see, I can see the point, like, your point there, but, um, I don't know. I didn't have super strong feelings, but, yeah, I, I think it would have been great if I could actually explain everything, and it wasn't during their important meeting that they were very, like, stressed like Nella was I mean Nella left but Nella was very stressed about that meeting I was like girl what are you doing talking to Hazel like get back in there but you know <laughs> I had to talk it out all right I think that is the end of the podcast <laughs> title of the book and then I realized I have a horrible memory and I already forgot what the, the other black girl <laughs> okay, yeah. there we go <laughs> because I okay I was like I wanted to look up the reviews for Goodreads because I remember you guys say you look at the reviews before the podcast I was like I wonder what's on Goodreads and then I was like I did literally tried for five minutes because I couldn't remember the title of the book <laughs> I don't know what is wrong with me and my memory. Why but, don't you look at the book? <laughs> that's what I did eventually because I was like so annoyed. <laughs> I was like, whatever. It's just because then I had to go all the way to my computer and then I had oh. to go find what the title was. It was a hassle and a half, but oh well. So that's the end of the podcast where we talk about the book, The Other Black Girl. And next week we are reading 
I honestly don't remember. So <laughs> what are we reading? We're reading The Haunting of Hill House by Shirley Jackson, which is an older book. It is a classic horror haunted house book. Ooh. So yeah, we honestly, I really took time in choosing this book because I wanted it to be true horror. I wanted it to make me like spooked over vibes because I feel like we have missed the mark a little bit. But we will a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, we had a vampire book that wasn't really about vampires. We had a thriller book, like a workplace thriller that was barely a thriller. So I, Harshini, I want to be scared. Like I, that is the goal here. The goal is by the end of October, one of us needs to be so scared. At least, at least one of us. <laughs> I feel like it's gonna be me, and I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> It's uh, it's less than 200 pages, so if you all like are interested in actual horror vibes, I feel like you should check it out because I definitely saw on many, many lists it's like one of the best haunted house stories. And personally, I'm not very like into like I don't find haunted houses very interesting, really. But hopefully, this will be like horror, but also a good story. I I feel like it has a lot of promise and. There is a show. I was also like, it'd be great if we could, because we always talk about watching a movie or show after, but uh, we can we could also watch that. So we'll get back and read that for next week. I'm excited. I know. I it's been on my radar for a while. Shirley Jackson generally, like I've only read one of her short stories, which is the famous one, The Lottery. Which oh. is so... Wait, that crazy. same person made th that... Whoa. She's I'm the same person. Yeah. I hated She's that one. so freaky. <laughs> I hated that. I was like, I hate humanity. I hate everything. I'm never reading this again. Dude, I love that story. It yeah, is so, of course that you twist, did. Of course you did. That twist was amazing. Like that is, oh, it's so good. I was, and like she wrote this. She also wrote this other book called We Have Always Lived in the Castle, which has also been on my radar for such a long time. So if this book is good, I'm 100% gonna read that book like on my own time. But I am looking forward to it because she is an insane writer. Or she was. I think I don't think she's alive anymore. But she was an insane writer. <laughs> you know, I was thinking, like, I wonder if one of these books, like, one of us just won't be able to get through it because it's too scary. And by <laughs> one of us, I mean Sarah. <laughs> Sorry, you just got burned on podcast. So <laughs> Yes, I did. You know yeah. what I'm waiting for? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, finish, finish no. your thought. I want to know what you've been waiting for. No, I want Sarah to rate a, like this book five stars. You but know, maybe, yeah, maybe one of us will give our, no, I don't think either of us have given. Right? Have you given? You guys stars? are stingy with your five stars. Like, come on. I'm like giving everything. out five stars. I, like, I, I, don't, I don't think I'm stingy. I think we need to step up the game in the books we're reading. Okay, listen. I just told you, right, that I know now that you really like friendships and books. 
Yes. You know what has a really good friendship in the book? <laughs> Shut up. A little. It's literally about a group. Of okay. Girls. No, because because this is not. I mean, this is depressing friendship. I'm no, I, no, no. The friendship is like so heartwarming. Yeah, but it comes with sadness. Yeah, the entire book. And is that's sad. what I don't like. I mean, in 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 the other black girl, it was Nella, and her friend. They had like banter. It was lighthearted. It was no, fun. You're next not gonna time I'm gonna recommend. I'm gonna recommend like a lighthearted romance. That's my book for next time. Okay, yeah, you know what? That's a, that is a high chance of getting a five. I know because I I also no I agree with you. I enjoy reading books about like if there's like funny things in the book, like if if it makes me laugh, like I will one hundred percent enjoy it even more. Like yeah. cute guy girl romance or whatever, like where they're like giving each other shit. I'm like yes. Like I am here for this. Yeah. Okay, now I know. Now I know. <laughs> You've broken my code. <laughs> All right. Is that it, guys? I think so. Thank you for joining us on episode eight. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.